muted. Well, again, good hold on. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome this morning to the Monday, this Monday morning, creating a prayer culture for God, February the 26th. Amen. Thank God for this leap year. Amen. Coming upon us, upon us, upon us, upon us. And we thank God for it this morning. Amen. For this brand new day that we've never seen before today, we come this morning before his throne of grace and mercy with a heart. This morning, full of rejoicing, full of thanksgiving this morning, just to make known to God our adoration and love this day. We will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth, our mouth this morning. Oh, magnify the Lord, David said, with us and let us exalt his name together. And we want to be able to do that forever because the Lord has already exalted his name and his word above all else. And he's magnified his word above all of his name this morning and we just give god praise glory and honor we come in agreement with what he's already done what he's saying we want to say what he say we want to hear what he hear we want to see what he see and we want to be able to do what he did because he said we were going to do the works he did and greater work what we going to do but we cannot except we arm ourselves with god's spirit and follow his leading, his guiding, his direction, and we arm ourselves with the word of God because there is power in the word of God. The word of God is powerful, it's quick, it's sharper than any two-edged sword, cuts the thunder between the dividing and separation of soul and spirit and bone and marrow, and it is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart of man. That's in the book of Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12 of the King James Bible. So this morning, we want to establish ourselves in the word this morning. We want to establish the will of God, the plan of God, the purpose of God this morning by the word of God for this Monday morning, going into this 26th day of February. Just Lord, let that word be a lamp unto our feet and a light in our path as we come before your throne this morning. So again, welcome, 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 everyone. Let's pray and get into the word for a few minutes this morning. So, Father God, in the awesome, incredible, amazing name of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ, we come before your throne of grace and of mercy with hearts of thanksgiving this morning. We enter your gates this morning. We come in your courts with praise this morning because you alone are worthy to be praised, Lord God. And so we magnify you this morning, oh God, with the words of our mouth, the words of thanksgiving, the words of praise and adoration, God. We thank you this morning that you're an awesome, amazing, incredible God, and you do great exploits. And for that, we are glad this morning, God. You saved us and we're saved. You healed us and we're healed. Therefore, you are our praise this morning, God. And we thank and praise you this morning for praise being a weapon this morning, Lord God, that we can use, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God, to deter our enemies, to push them down, to back them up off of us, God, because they'd rather we have our heads hung down, but we will look with our heads held high to the hill from which cometh our help, Lord, and our help comes from the Lord. And we will shout with the voice of triumph this morning, with the voice of victory this morning. We thank you, Lord God, and we praise you for the things you've already done, what you're doing and what you promised to do. We thank you for all of your benefits that you loaded us down daily. We thank you this morning, Lord God, for grace and truth this morning, meeting together on our behalf to determine, Lord God, what shall be, Lord God. And we thank you this morning for new mercy, Lord God, this morning that have come, that your grace this morning is all sufficient for us 
And we thank you this morning that you are the all-sufficient God and you supply all of our needs according to your, uh, your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. We don't have to want for any good or beneficial thing, Lord God, because you are our good shepherd this morning and you lay down your life, Lord God, for the sheep this morning. And we thank you that we are the sheep of your pastor and it is you who made us. We didn't make ourselves this morning. And we go in and out in this day, God, as a part of the sheepfold of God by Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, signifying God, hallelujah, that we are children of God because we have received him and he's given us power this morning to become the children of God. So we thank you this morning that because of your word that we are now the manifestation of the children of God this morning because we believe your word, God, and therefore we declare your word because we're blessed in the city blessed in the field blessed getting up laying down blessed in our bodies blessed in our going out and coming in blessed in our bank accounts blessed in our baskets the food of our bodies we just thank you this morning lord god hallelujah therefore god we will greatly magnify the lord god as long as we live we will sing your praise as long as we live we'll lift our hands as a morning sacrifice a noonday sacrifice and an evening sacrifice we will lift our hands we will clap our hands unto the lord this morning because god for the great and mighty things that you have done we are glad and grateful this morning and so we give you praise we give you glory we give you honor now father we continue to pray for the peace of jerusalem we pray god for into all wars even the rumors of wars this morning we're praying god that you bring prosperity back into the walls of jerusalem we're praying for peace lord in that region this morning with our boss we're praying that that evil be, be wiped out we're praying that for a ceasefire that they may continue to get the necessary resources god to the people that are in need this morning we're praying god for the speed up of negotiations to get those remaining hostages freed and released we're praying this morning god for sensible lord God, common sense, resolutions, oh God, wherever it is a win-win for all souls that are in that situation. We're praying for healing this morning for those who have been devastated, wounded, Lord God, raped, abused in any kind of way, mentally, physically, Lord God. We're just praying that those who are guilty and responsible will be brought to the full extent of the justice, God, of, of crimes of war, Lord God. And so we just give you praise, Lord, for your divine intervention and help in those situations, God. We're praying this morning for a greater mind to prevail, God. We're praying, God, that for coming together, Lord, that'll see cry long enough for them hostages to get out of there, get those rescue those children, God, and, and restore the land, Lord God. Hallelujah. We're praying, Lord God, that people will, will make sure that President Ulinski, God, get what he needs to continue to stay in that war. God, they're fighting a worthy cause, and we're praying that our our, our, our Congress, God, our, our, our Senate will do the right thing and release those funds, those $60 billion of aid to them, God, and, and also, Lord God, to uh, 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 Jerusalem, oh God, Israel, Lord God, that they get what they need. Touch Mr. Netanyahu, touch Putin, God, save their soul, God, break that stiff neck, Lord God, and, and turn that hard heart, Lord God, into a heart of flesh that so they can feel the pain that the people they're putting the people through, through their dictatorship, God, through their mean spirit, Lord God, their hateful 
spirit, Lord God. And Father God, touch our politicians who now are going in the ways of the enemy, going in the ways, God. They're speaking it out, God, from their platforms, oh Lord God, causing further division. We come against that spirit of division. And we pray, God, for spiritual harmony this morning. We're praying for unity, Lord God, upon the land, God, because you said when you see unity right there with you command the blessing, even life forevermore. So we're praying for coming together. We're praying, God, this morning, God, that you will hear the prayers of the righteous and answer them and show us great and mighty things that we don't even know, God, as it was with Jeremiah, be it so now in the land, Lord God. We thank you this morning, God, for the end of the world. We thank you this morning for turning the hearts of those that are hard-hearted this morning, turning them back towards you, God. We're praying for the lost souls, God. We're praying for the backsliders to come back. We're praying this morning for all in authority who have ruled over us, God, that they will govern in such a way, God, that they fear and reverence God because the government is upon your shoulder. And, God, we just thank and praise you, God, how you fight our battles, oh, God. Help us to stand still when we need to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord at work. Help us to arm ourselves with the with the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God this morning, and get on the offense and pull down these strongholds. Put on the Lord Jesus Christ that we might be able to stand against the wiles of the adversary. And we're calling this morning for prayer warriors to arise and go forth and begin to cry out and stand on the walls and look to the east and pray hard, oh God. Engage God this morning, oh God. Activating these weapons of prayer, Lord God, and, 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 and declaring the Word because we believe in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And therefore, God, we are safe, but we pray that others will be safe. They'll learn how to run to the name of Jesus, that they may be safe, God. And we're praying for safety, security, and protection for all this morning. Lord God, hallelujah, that are being victimized, that are being, Lord, dealt with through violence, oh God, domestic violence, both foreign and domestic. God, we give you all the praise and go in the morning for your divine intervention as we pray. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debt towards and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is your kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Now, Lord, be with us today as we go about. We continue to pray for those that are sick that we know of. We continue to pray for Brother Harris healing, Brother Ivan's healing, Lord God, Minister Biggers, Lord God, Pastor Sherry, myself, Pastor Eric, Pastor Phoebe, Mother Helen, Lord God, Deaconess McNair, Lord God, and everyone else we've been praying for, believing for. God, we're just praying for their divine health and healing. Anyone that's on this mind that's dealing with a situation, we declare that with your stripes, Lord God, and the full authority of your word that you have sent to heal our disease and rescue us from destruction, that that word is prevailing right now with sickness and disease. And when the enemy comes in to try to capitalize, God, we believe the report of the Lord, and we thank you that you raise up a standard against him. We render his attacks and assault powers and harm is ineffective this morning, and we send forth your word of healing this morning. Now, Lord, forgive our sins and heal our land. It's our prayer this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Bless this lesson this morning. Amen and amen. All right, then. Well, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Bless God this morning. Again, this is Pastor Lester Hazy, my lovely wife, Pastor Sharon Hayes. I'm going to speak to you just for a few minutes this morning. Uh, I tell you, I'm feeling really, really good and alive and vibrant this morning. Just feel the presence of the Lord with us this morning. Thank you all for joining with us. But just a thought this morning to pick up off of where we kind of was at yesterday in School of Healing this morning because we are all about building for uh, you know, uh, for the future, a better life for the future, and we always always start whatever we do. We approach God by believing. 
We believe God. We believe his word. We believe God's going to do what he says he's going to do. And therefore, we come early to seek the Lord this morning, not just his hand, but his face. And when we seek God, we seek what's in his hand because it all comes, you know, God don't give us one thing and hold back something else. No, he blesses us with a complete whole blessing. He blesses our, our spirit. He blesses our body, our life, our mind, our soul. You know, our very being, God blesses us completely. This is why we have to take the promises of God and we got to eat all of it. We got to, if we say we eat the whole loaf, we eat the whole roll. You know, we, 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 we eat everything that pertains to life and godliness. And we start by believing that it's going to taste good. It's going to be good for our flesh like a medicine and marrow to our bones. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good and blessed is the man that trusts in him. David wrote this. David had some problems. He had some struggles. He had some enemies. Amen. But man, he ate that word. Jeremiah found that word. He ate that word. And that word became joy and rejoicing to their hearts. And we were saying something that we don't have to understand to believe God. We don't have to understand God. We don't have to understand nothing God does. But if we if we get anything from God, let's get understanding. If we like wisdom, the Bible says, ask God who gives it to us liberally. So God wants to have everything that pertains to life and godliness. Outside of that, well, we, we, we can't say, you know, God going to do whatever else he want to do. He'll add it to us. But one of the things we pray that God will ask every believer is a belief in God and in his word. Taking God at his word. Put God in remembrance of his word. Let it show God of your, his word to show us ourselves approved in the God. Like workmen who need it not be ashamed that we can rightly divide that word, cut that word straight. You know, bypass all the problems. God already knows them. He's all knowing. He's all present. He's all powerful. He's all benevolent. Meaning he's all loving. So we can just go right straight to the word and say, Lord, you said with your stripes I'm healed. I agree with that. I believe that. Therefore, I walk in divine health and healing. It's real simple. You know what I'm saying? Lord, you said faith coming by hearing and hearing by your word. So I believe, Lord God, this morning that I'm going to hear a word from the Lord. I'm going to know your voice. I'm going to know it with you because it's going to be confirmed by your holy scriptures, Lord. And we get we get pumped up by that. We get re revived by that because the Bible says in Psalm that the Lord sent his word to revive us and give us life. You know, it ain't coming back void to God, according to the prophet Isaiah in the book of Isaiah, chapter 55, verse 11, the King James Bible. So I want to talk just a little bit, picking back up out of the book of Psalms, chapter 19. There were 14 verses we, we, we kind of dealt with yesterday in School of Healing. And the thought that came to me this morning as I was laying back there in my bed meditating a little bit, you know, about all that happened yesterday. Powerful word from Pastor Phoebe and Pastor Eric yesterday. Bless our souls. So if you get a chance, go listen to it. It's archived from the virtual service yesterday. It'll be a blessing to you. Amen. We still putting salve on the burn mark. That word was hot yesterday, and it was powerful, and it blessed our souls. So if you get a chance, just go listen to it. You know, go on our site there and listen. You can pull it up. It's archived. It'll be a blessing to you. But I was thinking about, you know, that the word of our mouth, the words that we speak and that we believe, you know, uh, is that word, okay, is, is it going to produce the light that we desire? Then, you know, is, is that word, that, that, that's the word of our mouth, you know what I'm saying, the meditation of our heart, is it going to produce light? I'm talking about a light that we can enjoy, you know, a light that pleases God, you know what I'm saying? 
So that's that's what it's all about. And we said yesterday in the comment uh, that if we not if God can't use it, then don't say it. Bite your tongue. Sometimes people say eighty uh, percent of what they say God can't use because it's usually coming out of bickering and murmuring, complaining. We see so much stuff, man, working against us, and we load God down with that stress and with that. Bible says, just cast those cares upon God. It's real simple. People say, well, how do you do that, Pastor? You don't have to. It's not. It's not a physical thing. It's a spiritual thing. Because we have to remember that any of us who worship God or serve God or even have a conversation with God, we have to do it by faith. And that's what God's word is. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So the word of God is faith. It's the link to our faith. And that's how we please God. So it behooves us to invest in God's word. Get God's word and use God's word. That's that's the sword of the spirit. That's what we fight with, that sword. You know, it's powerful. It, it, it's sharp. It's got two edges on it. That means it'll free us at the same time, go out of our mouth. It'll free someone else that hears it. You know, it, it cut coming in, cut going out, cut both ways. It, it divides, it separates. You know, everything that's going on, it probes the secrets of our hearts. You know, that's why the Bible says, you know, hey, hide that word in our heart that we might not sin against God. Now, here's the beauty of that. At the entrance of that word, wherever that word comes into, I'll say this. If it comes in, it, it should go back out because it's a two-edged sword. cuts both ways. Coming, going, getting up, man, down. It cuts both ways. It's two edges. And so when that word comes in, David said that word gives it light. So we don't no longer have to walk in darkness, you know. And so that word comes in and penetrates, you know, and it changes us on the inside so that when we open up our mouths out of the abundance of our heart, hopefully there's word there, there's truth in our inward parts and wisdom in our innermost being because we've asked God for wisdom. He gave it to us. Now take that wisdom and deposit it in your spirit, in your heart. Why? So that there will be treasure in these earthly vessels that cannot be eaten by moth and rust or broken in and stolen by thieves. We're talking about the word of God. We're talking about the precious promises of God so that we can be like Jesus when he was tempted in the wilderness and have that word readily available. To give that answer to these situations, to these problems, to people as things pop up, even to yourself. Sometimes we got to counsel our very own self with the word of God. You know, kill that problem. No, 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 no. The word of God defeats you. The word of God is a standard raised up against you. You cannot conquer over me because the word of God forbids it. You know, put the truth on it. Work that word because the word works. And so we just asking this morning that the word be true in us. We know it's true in God because it came from God, and he is the way, the truth, and the life. So we give it back to God, that pure and adulterated and fallible, authentic word of God without anything taken from it, anything added to it. Can't put a little bit of this, put a little bit of that, mix a little bit of this. It does, it does not make the word authentic when we do that. We got to cut that word straight. Give it the way it was given. Say it the way it was said, you know, and to do that, we got to know the word. We got to hear that word so faith can come. We got to read that word so we'll know for ourselves what it's saying. Don't have to take nobody's word. Too many people take people's word for what they're saying without verifying it through the scripture. You know, that's why we always give you the book to go back and verify. 
go back and look at it for yourself. Let your eyes behold it and see it so you will know, so you can read it. You know, some people say, well, I can't read. Well, look at here. All this modern technology, see people standing on every street. Everybody got a cell phone. The baby's got a cell phone. Get that Bible out. Let it read you. Let that word talk to you from the Bible out. You can get all the, you can get every cell phone, you can pull up the Bible app. We do it. But sometimes we, we want to access something. We just, we use them phones, everything else. Put that Bible app on there so you can listen to that word. If you can't read that good, you don't like all them deeds and dials. You don't know how to pronounce all them Hebrew and Greek names. Then, hey, what I do, I listen to the word all the time. I, 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 when I go to bed, I listen to the word all night. You know, I listened to the book of Psalms. Many times I listened to it, all 176 verses last night. And I could hear those names. And so when I read it, I know, I know what those names, how to pronounce them. Don't freak out and let that be no barrier to you, man. Read that word. Hear that word. You know, study that word. Why do we study that word? It's like we're taking a test. Life is a test. And we study the word because we're trying to pass the test called life. We're trying to be pleasing. We want God to see us studying that word. Why? He commanded us to study that word. You know, he commanded us to study that word to show ourselves approved in the God as workmen who needed not be ashamed. Gather that information. Gather that truth. Hide it in our hearts that we might not sin against God. Put them eyes on them scriptures. Look at them. See them. See like pause and think about it. Ponder over it. Meditate on it memorize it so we can have it readily available. And you do it one scripture at a time, seven times. Just read it, read it, read it out loud to yourself so you can hear it. And I guarantee you, if you do that seven times a day, you know, at a minimum, before you know it, that scripture will be in. Because, you know, remember the just is blessed. You know, we've been justified by faith. And so faith coming by hearing, hearing by the word. So you're doing yourself a great service when you do that. That's how I learned to memorize scripture so that I can have it readily available. So when cancer popped up in my body, man, or, you know, a few years back, man, boom. Hey, what did I do? I told cancer, you a curse of the law. Every sickness, season, and season, infirmity is a curse of the law. But then in the book of Galatians chapter 3, verse 13, King James Bible, I knew, you know, that I've been redeemed from the curse of the law. Just like any other person as a believer and believe the word, believe that Jesus was cursed for us. He who knew no sin hung on that tree and cursed to see who hung on the tree. And so I'm redeemed by that. You know what I'm saying? So I, I say so. I'm the redeemed of the Lord. Cancer, I've been redeemed from you. You have cursed every sickness, every disease, diabetes, high blood pressure, whatever the chronic disease or illness or infirmity is. We have to arm ourselves with the word because the word, God sent his word, Jesus, the living word. He sent that word. We give life to that word because the life power, life, and death is in our tongue. But we have to understand, does the words and meditation, words of our mouth and meditation of our heart, does it produce life? Does it give life? Does it give us uh, the ability to enjoy everything that pertains to life in God? Not if it's not believed and spoken or declared. We don't decree anything. A lot of people like that. I declare, not decree. No. When you say I declare, that's far enough. That's by faith, the word of God. When you say I decree, what you're saying now is these 66 books that God decreed to whoever he gave it to the right, that it wasn't enough what he said. You have to be a person to have authority to decree a law or an ordinance. And he's done that. So we don't decree anything. We declare what he has decreed. 
I was just reading that scripture yesterday somewhere in the book of Psalms. I should have wrote it down, but it, it blessed me when I saw that. So we de we declare the decrees of God. I was like, man, that's about one of was saying that. So we we have what has already been decreed. God, God don't honor his word. He decreed it. These are his ordinances. This is God's word. And so we can declare, you know, we can announce, we can publish, we can proclaim what thus say the Lord. But we don't decree no laws. We don't establish no laws. We're going above God. You know, there's nothing new. It's already here given to us. It was foretold by the minor major prophets. It's been already established by them. God gave it to them. They declared it. They said, thus say the Lord. They didn't go out there and say, I could, uh, they said, thus say the Lord, you know, thus say the Lord, you know, because they're saying what he's already decreed. They declared it. We have to declare it too. And so, uh, in the book of Psalms chapter 19, um, Amen. It says in the book of Psalm chapter two, verse seven, it says, I will declare the decree. The Lord have said unto me, thou art my son. This day have I begotten thee. And so, you know, it's right there in the book of Psalm, the second chapter, verse seven, the King James Bible. See what I said, I based it on the word. I knew it was different. I just read it. Remember I told you I listened to all 176 uh, verses of Psalm 119. Well, guess what? I had listened to, I started in, in chapter one of Psalms yesterday and listened to all that all the way to the end, 150 chapters. And then I, last night, I, I, as soon as I went, laid down, went to sleep, I put that on, man, and listened to Psalm 119, you know, 176 verses. So I'm just, I'm just full, you know what I'm saying? Because that word is made available to us, and we have to take advantage of it. So this, in the book of Psalm chapter, I'm, I'm going to bring this to a close in a minute. Uh, verse 13 and 14, I told you to focus on yesterday. Very powerful verse. And verse 13 said, keep back thy servant also from presumptuous sin. Now, that, that's always the hindrance right there from us getting a breakthrough. It's sin. And you have to understand, sin is like twofold. It's either omitted or it's committed. And sometimes when people commit sin intentionally, they know it's a sin. They know it's wrong. And they leave it undone, you know. And I can go down the list and give you the Bible is so full of sin, things that are sinful. But I want to give you one general meaning. And, and if you think about this, I believe it'll help police or stuff. It'll help the coolest directors who can use as a doctor. If you will remember this simple little meaning. Sin means to miss the mark. What mark? God has set a mark. His word is his mark. It's his signature. Okay? It's his ordinance. It's his decree. It's his law. Now, we might break some laws of the land. You know what I'm saying? But that's not a sin against God because God did not give us those laws, but he gave us his spiritual law. Those are the ones right there that's against God. Now you can sin against your body. You're going to end up sick, okay? You can sin against your finances. You're going to end up broke. There are laws that govern what we do with our finances, laws what we govern, because our bodies don't belong to us. They're the temple of the Holy Ghost. Now, that's not going to make you go to hell, but it's going to make you sick. Your finances not going to make you go to hell, but it's a violation of your finances. The Bible says in the book of Amos, chapter 3, verse 10, will a man rob God of his tithe and his offerings? 
that tie we teach in the ministry is not only about your money, and I ain't begging for no money, ain't gonna see no cash out, but we want to tell people the truth. And sometimes we have to touch subjects that ain't that pleasing to people. They think you're ready to ask us the money. Not us. I'm teaching you according to the word. And we teach when it comes down to time, you have talent. God gave people talent. There's three people in the Bible and God gave them a different amount of talent and told them what to do. And two of them did what God told them and one didn't. And he lost what he had. And it was given to one of the ones who did. And so we, we tied off our talents. You know, so many people have taken their talents out of the church and took them to Hollywood. And they're catching it out there. And we tied off of our time. You have to give God some time. This is time this morning. We're tithing off of our time. We have 24 hours in the day. And we can't break off 10 minutes of that time somewhere and just read the word, listen to the word. You know, we've made it easy. We have these cell phones. We're without excuse. You know, and so it says right there, keep back that servant from presumptuous sin. Things that we know we're omitting, things that we're failing to do, God. You know, that that that's what presumptuous sins are. We know it's a sin. You know what I'm saying? But we don't know how it affects us. And that's the key right there. The scripture will allow us to know. Let them not have dominion over us, over me, he says. Then shall I be upright and I shall be innocent from the great transgression because we know the way of the transgressor is hard. If I transgress God's law, in other words, everything that pertains to life and godliness, there's laws in this Bible that we're supposed to adhere to. If not, we're going to create unnecessary consequences. And we're going to be blessed. We're going to still die and go to heaven. But life on the earth is not going to be, it's not going to be as good as it can be. But we're dragging all that other stuff around let the words of my mouth, okay, and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. And it says, in whose sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. I told you, we've been redeemed from the curse of the law. We have to, as the redeemed of the Lord, the Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. I'm going to ask to pull that scripture, but we close right now. Uh, and maybe she'll give it in her comments that we are the redeemed of the Lord and the redeemed of the Lord are the slaves of God. To bring something back to us, to give an answer to a situation, to a circumstance, whether it be physical, whether it be spiritual, whether it be emotional, whether it be occupational, whether it be environmental, whether it be socially, whether it be pertaining to the laws of this land, whatever God it pertains to, you've given us the book of your spiritual commands, God, and you said we ought to hearken to them and do all that you command us to do this day. And God, you're going to prosper us. God, you're going to bless us. God, going out, coming in, getting up, laying down. We know it to be true because we've seen it, God, in other generations. So let it be established and let it be so in this generation. We declare it this morning as the redeemed of the Lord. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor this morning for your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. All right, then, we're going to end right there and move right now to close. And if there are any comments.